95.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang. Welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, where today our show features two sports personalities very familiar to local sports and horse racing fans. First, well, if you know horse racing, then you must know this man. He currently sits six overall for all North American trainers and purse earnings, over $11 million earned so far this year. And last week on the show, we mentioned how he just won race number 3,000 as a trainer, which made him only one of 34 trainers to accomplish that feat. Yes, in today's show, we must be speaking about trainer Mark Cassie, currently Woodbine's leading trainer and the conditioner, former Queen's Plate winner, Wonder Godot. And also, many also know him and other significant training accomplishments, namely the winner of the 2019 Preakness War of Will and the 2019 Belmont Stakes winner, Sir Winston. Mark's resume also includes training several Eclipse and Sovereign Award winners and five Breeders' Cup race winners. And shortly, you will hear from this Canadian and U.S. Hall of Fame member where the subject will be horse racing and the dedication is taken to reach this training plateau of being one of the absolute best in the business. Also today, while Toronto Maple Leaf fans take notice, Rick Five is in the house Yes, the least former captain and a three-time 50-goal scorer. Yes, all with Toronto has added an author to his resume and standard brace horse race owner to his portfolio. His book, Catch-22, My Battles in Hockey and Life, was recently launched in hardcover and promises to be a great read. And he also entered horse racing ownership as a partner at Anthony McDonald's, thestable.ca. In a few minutes, you will hear from Rick to learn more about his book, his involvement in thestable.ca, and perhaps one or two hockey stories. And finally, not to be forgotten, Woodbine Mohawk Park posts a competitive car to horse racing tonight with some very tremendous betting opportunities, which we will review along with some additional hidden potential betting nuggets at some of the other North American tracks racing today. And our ponies picks of the day. Larry's hot. It's going to be a great show. Once again, you better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready for some heavy betting action. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us to talk about some current horse racing news. And there's a lot of horse racing news to touch upon. And, of course, Pink Lloyd. Stay with us. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, continues in a moment. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce you to my co-host, the expert, Mr. All the Answers to All Your Questions, the one and only Larry Simpson. Larry, how are you? My head is swollen. That's good. <laughs> I, I like that. Um, your head is swollen for a lot of reasons. It's been a a trying week for horse fans and horse racing media and just anyone in the last week or so, I think happening with COVID and the news that came down late this week that unfortunately Woodbine shutting down their thoroughbred season for the rest of 2020. It was very unfortunate, as you say, and, and you really feel for the the horsemen and, and the horses and you feel for Woodbine too, because uh, 
you know, they, they went to bat again for the, the horsemen and, and went back to the Ontario government and thought that they were getting somewhere. And then, unfortunately, uh, things just didn't work out. So I don't know what more Jim Lawson and everyone at Woodbine could have done. I honestly don't know, Larry. They seem to me like they went to great lengths on all levels to create a safe work environment for the horse racing. They did. It was probably one of the safest working environments, I was going to say, in the whole province pretty much because it, it, with all the scrutiny and everything that had been going on. And But uh, no, they're, they're, it, it's, it's very sad. I think it's very sad that the, uh, you know, the, the government did this and, and uh, really, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hurt a lot of people. And while COVID's hurt a lot of people, it's hurt mm. small businesses in Ontario and, and it's continuing to do it. And, uh, I don't know. I think sometimes uh, people have to take the blinders off, maybe. Mm, nice reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, though, uh, on a positive note, Woodbine Mohawk Park continues. It does, yeah. And then horse racing in other areas of North America continues as well. So horse racing, just because Woodbine shut down, continues to thrive and live all the way to the end of the year. It does, and uh, you can still use your HPI bed and your Dark Horse uh, app and, and uh, make sure that you take in all this action. So Well, and I, and I think the more you use your HPI and Dark Horse, the more it sends a message to the powers that be that— but the the passion for the sport there is out there still. That's right. There there's there's passion and and uh, you know and, and there's there's a lot of money and there's there's a lot of money going back into the government uh, coffers as well. So well, there's been a lot of news at Woodbine and horse racing in the Canada to say the least. And what better person to talk about it than one of the great trainers this country's ever produced, Mark Cassie, joining us on. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. And, Mark, uh, the big news is the news that broke uh, late this week with Woodbine shutting down their thoroughbred season until the end of 2020. It must have been a shock to you and all the trainers. You know, not, in 2020, nothing shocks me. But, um, it, you know, definitely disappointing. More for, you know, all the hardworking horse people that have, have done everything they can to, to keep the virus under control at Woodbine and, and it's just been, you know, it's been a battle. I know Woodbine had, you know, they had been shut down after uh, Sunday's card, and they had hoped that uh, they could get back to racing sometime this week. Did you ever think that there was a chance that that would happen? I did. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I moved uh, some horses uh, south on Tuesday, and we're supposed to move more actually today and i canceled the vans you know in hopes of that we would get to run some more i understand where we have to worry about the virus the last thing we're going to say about it is from larry and i our perspective it seemed like jim lawson everyone at woodbine did everything humanly possible to make it a safe environment for everyone involved it's and i don't know what more they could have done to make it safe for everyone at woodbine no i agree and and and, and the difference is this um and because there's a lot of unfortunate people i mean i just i feel terrible for the restaurant owners and you know the barber shops and and there's just so many people that the only difference i can tell you is this if if you have a store or a restaurant you can close it um and you know that it, it shuts down some of your expenses that's not the case with a, a racehorse <laughs> They have to be taken care of every day, whether they're running or not running. And 
uh, you have to feed them, and it's expensive. And, and so it's not something you can just say, oh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, shut it off and neglect it for months. It doesn't work that way. And the crazy, the way the rule read, read was you're allowed to train them. So that's the same people, <laughs> you know, training and racing. There's not a whole lot of difference. Uh, unfortunately, I think, you know, decisions are made by people with uh, not a lot of knowledge of the, the game. Okay, well, let's talk about something positive then. A couple of weeks ago, you won your 3,000th career. How did that feel? Well, it felt, you know, it felt great. I mean, um, uh, when I started my career over 40 years ago, did I ever dream that I could win 3,000? No. <laughs> um, I, I won my first, my thousandth at uh, Woodbine, and I said, well, I don't know if there'll be 2,000. And then we won our 2,000th race at Woodbine, and I said, well, I don't know if there's going to be 3,000. And, and then, of course, we uh, won our 3,000th win actually golf stream. Um, so, uh, I said, well, I don't know if there'll be 4,000 and, <laughs> and the day after we won a race and one of my main guys, a guy named Mitch Downs, who's been with me 40 years said, uh, okay, we're only 999 more away. <laughs> so I guess we'll shoot for 4,000. Early in your career, was there a moment where you weren't sure if you were going to be in it for the long haul? Did you know right away when you started as a trainer that this is going to be your, your life? Well, I was fortunate, you know, so many young people don't know what they want to do. Um, and, but I always knew what I wanted to do. Now, were there times during my career that I said, do I really want to do this anymore? Oh yeah. I mean, I still have those. Um, uh, but I really don't know a whole lot more. <laughs> you know, this is, this is the game that I love. This is what I'm good at. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, but sure, you, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I guess you guys probably ask to say, you, sometimes you question whether what you want to do. You've trained a lot of good horses, Mark. Is there one in particular, if somebody said who was the best that you could put your finger on? Yeah, that one's pretty easy. Um, I have a filly, I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but her name's Teppin. And, yeah. and she did something that no, you know, We've had American, uh, North American horses go over and win at Royal Ascot, mm -hmm. but a lot of times they've won, you know, sprint races and and things like that. She kind of went over there and beat them at their own game, which was very remarkable. And um, we got to meet the Queen, which was uh, We'll always remember that, my uh, my wife, Tina, and my son, Colby. When you go to a sale, what are you looking for in a horse, Mark? Well, it all depends. You know, somebody has to tell me um, what they want because every owner is different. Um, if I'm, I'm out shopping and trying to buy a horse for my wife, I'm looking for, you know, value. Um if I'm looking for a guy like Gary Barber or John Oxley, uh, they they have the ability to gamble more. So a lot of times what we'll do is we may buy a horse with a bigger pedigree. In case you're successful, uh, you know, the limit, I mean, we just syndicated War of Will. You know, it all just depends. Um, the biggest thing that I look for, the, the first and the foremost, is – as an athlete, 
and an athlete can come in different ways. Um, but when I said, I can tell you uh, in about 10 seconds. If he doesn't get past the first 10 seconds, then they're not going to pass. So I look at them, and, and people say, well, what do you look at? Well, I've been doing it 40-some years. It's just something. I see things that other people don't see just from experience. Anything in your training career to date that you haven't accomplished so far or that you're still looking forward to accomplish? We've been fortunate. We won the Preakness. We've won the Belmont. We've won a few Queen's Plate. We've won, you know, Woodbine Miles. Um, but the one thing that saluted us was the Kentucky Derby. I Twice now I've run horses in the Kentucky Derby that we ran a horse called Classic Empire a few years back that to this day I'll always say he should have won. And that was he just got wiped out at the start. And he still he, he was able to come from nearly last and finish fourth, which was remarkable. Um, and then, you know, the incident we had a couple of years ago with War Will and Maximum Security, we were moving up boldly. Uh, my oldest son, Norman, who's now a trainer, he, w- he put his arm around me when they were coming around the turn. And he said, Dad, you're going to win the Kentucky Derby. And then, boom, we were wiped out in a second. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, yeah, we still... I still have to win the Kentucky Derby. Um, if I don't, uh, I'll be sad. I, I mean, I'll be disappointed. But uh, another big goal we just achieved. Um, we haven't. I haven't been inducted yet. But when I was a little boy, my father took me to the National Hall of Fame, which is in Saratoga, New York. And I told him, I said, Dad, someday I'm going to be in here. And as any good dad would say, Oh yeah, you will be. You know, but uh, last year, well, actually this year, I was um, finally elected. It's not easy. I think I was up uh, for, I was nominated. This was my fourth year. And finally, I, I uh, the voters felt I was worthy of that, that honor. And um, it's, I, it's not, I mean, I think I'm the first trainer to get in in about five years. So it's, it's difficult and but it, it would be, as a horse trainer, my biggest accomplishment. Difficult. It just says you were good. It says you were good for a long time, right? Well, that's a good thing. Difficult, but well-deserved. Mark, here's to many, many more victories. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us, and uh, it's a real thrill. Uh, you know, Larry and I are big fans and continue to all the great success and good health to you and the family. Well, thanks for having me. You guys have a great day. You too. Take care. When we come back, Toronto Maple Leaf fans, get ready. Your former captain. And now author is up next on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 450 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to hpibet.com to join for free today. 
COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at cosaonline.com or call 905-854-2672. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jim Lang with Larry Simpson. Our next guest really doesn't need any introductions. A multiple 50-goal scorer in the NHL, a captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs, now an author and horse owner. Welcome to the show, Rick Five. Rick, how are you? I'm great, thank you. I'm doing great, uh... I mean, there's not a whole lot going on in my life right now other than doing all these things for the book, but uh, everything else is great. Well, before we get to the book, I, I I know from Gary Lehman and a lot of other Leafs in that era, horse racing was a big passion for a lot of you guys. Where did your love of horse racing come from, Rick? Well, it, it pretty much started when I was young in Charlottetown and uh, you know became a teenager, and uh, my two buddies and I, we'd... Uh, go to the track. Uh, I mean, there was racing probably three or four nights a week. And uh, it was kind of a good, fun entertainment. And uh, getting we'd always go through the, the barns and see all the drivers and owners and all that beforehand. And uh, uh, just to, be, to see these beautiful, magnificent animals was unbelievable. How did you get involved with Anthony's, the stable.ca? Well, it was just a, an opportunity to get uh, involved and, and own a piece of a horse that, uh, you know, didn't cost an arm and a leg. And, uh, you know, so it was one of those things that, uh, you know, Anthony does a great job up there. And, uh, you know, I go, I go up from time to time and hang out and jog a few horses. And, uh, and I love it. It's a lot of fun. Are there other players that are joining you in this, Rick? Uh, Shane Corson uh, is also part of uh, uh, You Got a Belief, which is uh, a trotting yearling. And uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's, uh, and, you know, this one here, uh, because it was still a, a, a yearling, we were able to change the name. And uh, we uh, decided that You Got a Belief was, uh, was a good one. That's well, a great one. <laughs> Rick, a, a lot of you've accomplished in sports. Um, you you came in a tough era. Larry and I were talking before we had you on. You scored three straight fifty goal seasons, and I don't think fans now realize what defensemen could do to afford in the offensive zone as opposed to now. Because now you would have drawn four or five penalties a game, but you guys were abused, and you still managed to score fifty goals three years in a row. Yeah, it was it was quite quite a bit different than it is now. There's no question. I mean, you go into the corner and get the puck, and the defenseman could you know grab your sweater and hold on to it and do whatever he wanted in front of the net, cross checks and slashes, and and nothing you know was called. I mean, it, it, they almost had to cut your arm off to get a penalty. And uh, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, the game evolves and changes and that's the same with every sport and uh, i happened to play in an era where that stuff was allowed what was the impetus uh, behind you uh coming up with the idea to write a book 
Well, I, I had been asked many times uh, about writing a book and different people, and I, you know, there was a couple of things. First of all, um, the only guy I would write it with was Scotty Morrison because I know Scotty well from him covering us back in the 80s and, and beyond, and we've done things together. And second, it, it was one. It was going to be when I was ready, and uh, you know, to tell the story of of my life and and what I went through, and and hopefully maybe uh, people can read it and, and and it can help them. The book is called Catch Twenty Two: My Battles in Hockey and Life with Rick Five and Scott Morrison. I've had the pleasure of working with Scott before, and he's a fine a man as you'll ever meet. And what I think a lot of people, when they read the book, Rick will sometimes be reminded and maybe don't realize because everything's so professional and first class now is w- what a bit of a circus it was to play for the Maple Leafs when Harold Ballard <laughs> was the owner. Yeah, like Barnum and Bailey. And uh, every day was, you know, you, you, you had to expect that something was going to happen every day. And I think Harold's goal every day was to get on the front page of the sports uh some way, and uh, he managed to do that uh, quite quite a bit. And uh, whether it was saying outrageous things or doing outrageous things, and uh, you know, it was it, it was what it was. And and I guess you know, as, as a player, your job was to go out and play, and so you kind of had to put all that aside and you know get it out of your head, and then just go and do your job. You're involved in horse racing now. Uh, you say Shane Corson is. Uh, we've had Eddie Olchek on the show before, and he's uh, well involved as well. What's the attraction, do you think, that, that attracts the uh, horse racing uh, experience with hockey players? Well, I, you know what? I'm not really sure exactly, but, you know, if I was going to guess, I mean, you, you look at the fact that it's, it's up to the horse and, and obviously the, the, the jockey or the driver, uh, and there's no one else involved. So, you know, uh, we like the fact that you, you like to be in control of what you're doing when you played hockey and, and that sort of thing. I mean, yes, it is a team game, but you also have to be in control of what you do. And, uh, I think in horse racing, uh, plus, yeah, plus it's fun to, to bet and, uh, uh, hopefully, you know, win a race or two and, and make some money. You know, Rick, I mean, you, you talk about it in the book, you talk about it in life, you, you've had a lot of ups and downs. Everything wasn't gravy all the time. But now you seem to be at peace with yourself, with the book, with your, uh, you know, your involvement with the with the stable.ca, everything you're doing. You seem like a happy guy. Am I correct in that, Rick? Yeah, I think that was probably one of the other reasons, too, is that, you know, I'm, I'm in a good place right now. and. Life's good, and you know we had our first grandchild, a grandson, fifteen months ago, and uh, it just uh, it seemed like it was the right time. Uh, getting back to your horse racing side, are, are you looking at getting involved in anything more with with Anthony, or maybe even venturing onto the thoroughbred side? Uh, I don't think I'd venture onto the thoroughbred side, to be honest with you, because I don't understand it as much as I do the, the harness racing. I mean, I can read uh, everything and know everything when I look at a harness racing uh, card and, and what the horse has done, but thoroughbreds is 
totally different. I just don't understand it. <laughs> See, it takes a big man to admit when he knows it doesn't know, Rick. That's why I respect him. Okay. <laughs> I tell my wife that all the time. Honey, I can't do this. I don't know it. <laughs> Rick, thank you so much. Continued success with the book. Thanks so much for taking the time. And it's great to see your uh, passion for horse racing. You come by it honestly. And we always appreciate you taking the time. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. After the break, Larry Simpson breaks down some action at Woodbine Mohawk Park tonight and a betting nugget or two for some other North American tracks racing today. Our Dark Horse app and HBI account are going to be working overtime today. You know it. Stay with us. He's hot. Larry's Ponies Picks today, making you money are next. Hang on. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059 The Region. We'll be right back. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities at Woodbine Mohawk Park and some other betting gems as Larry gives us his much-coveted Pony Picks of the Day. Larry handicapping one of the stakes races, maybe at Delmore, Aqueduct, and maybe a couple races at Woodbine Mohawk. That's right. So fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's start with Woodbine Mohawk Park. Race one, I like the number nine horse called Better Be Going. Uh, I like the fact that this horse is dropping down in class, and also because there was an early scratch in this race, he can leave from the coveted number 10 post, which is a trailing post, oh. instead of having to be on the outside number 9. This horse has kept racing very competitively lately, and I think uh, he should be right there tonight. So that's uh, number 9 better be going in the first. Uh, race 3 is a division of the uh, Harvest Series, uh, and uh, trainer Scott... West has been on a really good uh, run lately, and interestingly enough, he only has one horse racing tonight, and that is a number three horse, Rob Motion Blue Chip. Uh, this filly has been uh, 72 and 83 to one in her last two starts and finished second in both of them. Whoa. Um, her last race, uh, which was last week in the first leg of the harvest, she had an outside post and actually showed that she was interfered with at the, at the top of the stretch, and she still closed for second. Uh, though the winner had been long gone in that race. But uh, she gets a better post tonight. She seems to be improving. And Scott West and driver Scott Young, a friend of the show A friend here, of the show, yeah, that's right. Uh, they've been on a pretty good run themselves. So uh, I'm looking uh, for that horse to uh, show up. And if you're looking for an exactor box in there, try her with the number two, Smile by the Beach. That, that sounds familiar. I picked that horse last week. Horse tried to go wire to wire, got pushed on the front end and uh, just uh, tired in the stretch. But I think she could get a better uh, trip tonight and could be a part of the exactor box. Uh, Aqueduct, you get race 10, the grade 3 Long Island Stake, which is a mile and three-eighths on the turf. Um, take a look at the number 11 horse, Hungry Kitten, who looks to uh, finally figure out uh, what racing's all about. In nine lifetime starts, she has won three with two of those uh, 
wins in her last three starts. And actually, in her last start, she only got beat ahead. So she could have been undefeated in her last three starts if it wasn't for her. She maybe had a bigger head, right? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I like the fact that she's also won at the distance, which is a mile and three-eighths on the turf, which sometimes they don't really race a lot at. So uh, I give her extra points for that. That's, that's She's won at this distance. And I think, uh, you know, race 10, uh, Hungry Kitten should show up today. Uh, finally, if you uh, like turf racing, well, Delmar is the place to be today as there's three turf stakes races for their uh, turf festival. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to focus on race five, the grade three Jimmy Durandy, named after of a course. celebrity. I'm going to take a chance on number seven, Pizzazz. Uh, this horse has uh, had two starts as a maiden. She finished a close third in her... Uh, uh, served for thir- two starts ago, I should say, as a maiden. She finished uh, a close third in the Surfer uh, Girl Stakes. Since then, she broke her maiden with Mike Smith riding, another friend of the uh, show. And Mike sees fit to ride this horse today in, in, the, uh, in the stakes race, and it's at the same distance that she broke her maiden at. So, A question for you, Larry, from one of our listeners. Uh, Linda and Aurora, big fan of the show. Larry, I hear you talk about post-position a lot in your Pony Picks of the Day. How important is it when I'm choosing my horses post-position, and how should it affect my betting? Well, with thoroughbred racing, post-positions are important. Sometimes you don't want to be down on the inside. Horses have a tendency to maybe not do as well. They feel intimidated when they're down on the inside. Also, if it's uh, a mile and a sixteenth and there's 12 horses in the race, you don't want to be on the outside because there's usually a short run to the outs, uh, to the first turn. Oh, right. And you, you're going to be three, four wide, and that takes a lot of energy out of the horses. Okay, thanks <laughs> for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just always a friendly reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. I'll be back Monday morning. We have some amazing programming all weekend long. Bet smart, bet safe, HPI Dark Horse. We'll talk you soon take care see you later loving it ponies 24 7 the radio magazine with jim lang and larry simpson has been brought to you by woodbine woodbine mohawk park and ontario racing tune in next saturday morning at 8 30 for more on the world of horse racing this is 1059 the region